0: We've been getting back to basics, right? And as I'm getting back to basics, I'm getting back to the core of what it is I do and how I do it. And, and the core of that, really, the core of any endeavor is doing the work. Now, look, I could rattle on for 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes just on the bullshit that goes around getting work done, right? Right. On the one hand, I'm not a huge fan of, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm a huge fan of just doing what works for you, right? That's, let's not talk about what I'm not a fan of. Let's talk about if you want to work 20 hours a day and that works for you and you feel fulfilled, fucking do it. I'm not kidding. Do it. Right? Get out there and and write and paint and do whatever, do it 20 hours a day and then pass out for four and get up and do it again. If, If that works for you, then do it. If fucking around for 15 minutes with a notepad and you go, that's good enough for me, works for you, go for it. I don't know that you're going to get a book written on that any time in a decade. But hey, maybe you will. But that's the point, right? It, like, when we talk about getting to the work, it comes about what works for us, and that's the bitch of it it's so hard to figure out what works for us because there are a million voices in our ear telling us how we have to do it and the principles we need to know and the immutable laws of nature that are not immutable laws of nature, you assholes. Right? Like, I know very few immutable laws of nature. Gravity and Newtonian laws of motion among them. Right? The immutable laws of nature. Now, my, my least favorite of these, I'll t- quick sidestep, is the Law of Attraction, because the Law of Attraction is crap. The Law of Attraction sounds really good when you live in America. If you travel to the Third World like I did with the military and you see some shit going down, you will quickly realize that your hopes, your dreams, and being nice to other people can still get you fucked over. It's not an immutable law. It's not a law. It's a bullshit theory. For upper-middle-class people that feel bad about themselves or want to see how they can get to the next fucking level. My advice, hop on a plane, go to the third world, see some shit, and then come back and realize that the world is a weird place that doesn't necessarily play by a whole ton of rules. All right, cool. That was my that was my side note on the, the law of attraction. I just... No. But that... <laughs> That's the point, right? You get the law of attraction. You get the, you know, this is how you do it. The 4X, 10X, 30X. Do this, do that. Jump on your left foot. Jump on your right foot. Here's the advice of mentors. Look at all the successful people. Figure it out. Here we go. Yeah, this is it. There's a fucking multi-billion dollar industry that if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I despise. By the way, I'm taking it on in a novel, so don't worry. It's coming. Um, uh, but, but that's the thing, right? Like, it's designed to make you not know what to do. Here's a quote from the book Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield, which I love. I'm a huge Stephen Pressfield fan, mostly because Pressfield really cuts through all the bullshit. You don't need a Stephen Pressfield seminar. You need a Steven Pressfield book, and you didn't even really need that. You just don't have a friend like Steven to kick you in the nuts and tell you to get moving. Uh... So here's the quote. A child has no trouble believing the unbelievable, nor does the genius or the madman. It's only you and I, with our big brains and our tiny hearts, who doubt and overthink and hesitate. Damn. Seriously, I'm going to read that again. A child has no trouble believing the unbelievable, nor does the genius or the madman. It's only you and I with our big brains and our tiny hearts who doubt and overthink and hesitate. Right? In that same book, he advises you to start before you're ready. Because here's the thing. We overthink this shit all the time. The self-help, the, the the personal development industry doesn't help either. It's constantly got ways that you can be better, and one day you'll be perfect. And as creatives, as artists, and, and for some of you who aren't, I'm sure this is not uncommon outside of there. I can only speak from where I'm at as a creative. For creatives, we all want that shit to be perfect. We're programmed for this problem to begin with, boys and girls. We're programmed to be susceptible to this. That's why so much of personal development focuses now on artists. There's a whole trend of new creative coaches. Creative coaches who've never created shit, who are now going to tell you how to create. Guys, like we we overcomplicate this. That's the secret. You wanna do the work, start getting rid of shit. No kidding. You want to do the work, start getting rid of shit. I'm not going to go on a Gary Vaynerchuk-type, like, fucking rant here about how you can't play video games and you can't read, because I think if you're a writer and you're not reading novels, you're not doing your fucking job. Right? If you claim to be a writer and you haven't read at least 40 books in a year, then you're probably not doing what you should be doing, because every big writer that I know, every successful person I know that does this, yeah, they read a shitload. A shitload. Right? So if, if you're not going to read, then that's probably a problem. If you're a painter and you don't look at paintings and you don't study stuff and you don't learn and grow your craft, because that's how we grow, right? I know poets who are amazing poets. Guess how they stay amazing poets? They read poetry. Weird shit. I know. Amazingly complex. i you just a great poet. I read some poetry. No. No way. Really? Poetry? Yeah, poetry. Because I'm a poet. But that's the point, right? Like, how do you get to this place? What do you do? How do you find it? It's not hard. It's not hard. You just strip away things, right? So like in my case, I haven't had alcohol in over a year. I'm, I'm done with alcohol. Part of that is that I didn't have the most healthy relationship with it. But another part of it is the fact that I hate the way alcohol makes me feel. That's a personal thing. But I don't like the way, I don't like feeling groggy, I don't like the drunken feeling or even the tipsy feeling, and I really hate losing time the next day while I'm fucking hungover or recovering or a little slow from being drunk, because the reality is I've gotten older, my body doesn't process that shit like it did when I was 19, and I was abusing the temple. Abusing the temple my ass. I was setting it on fire and having an orgy in the middle of it, and then woke up the next day and went, shit, that's a lot to clean up. Right. That's that's the point. Like that's that's the point. You, you have to get out of your head and, and figure this stuff out. You do. You you just have to get out of your head and figure this stuff out. You have to let it go. I took a break. I'm still on a break from social media. Holy shit, it is the best decision I've ever made. I am more productive away from watching everyone else tell me how awesome their day is going. I don't need pictures of your morning coffee and muffin. I don't need pictures of your dinner. I don't need to hear how every tiny detail that happened in your day was awesome or your little witticisms because you're not that fucking witty. I know, I'm an ass. I'm in the Bukowski vein in that regard. A little bit in the Pressfield vein, too. I stopped going to networking events. I go every once in a while, and when I go, I go as part of my marketing work. I don't go as a writer. I don't deal with it. Right? I contemplate shutting down my blog on a daily basis to just wonder if that's actually servicing me or not, or if it's time to go in a different direction, and I don't know. But it always comes up as an option. Nothing's safe on the cutting room floor because everything goes to doing the work. Now, that doesn't mean I don't spend time with my girlfriend. I mean, look, guys, if you're not spending time with your relationships, then, yeah, you're doing great work for what? A life probably not worth living. But that means if my girlfriend goes out of town to visit her parents or something, yeah, I may go into work overdrive. You know, haul ass and do extra work while I got that time. Or I may not. Yesterday, I did nothing. Literally yesterday, I did nothing productive. You know, it was a Sunday. I'm recording this on a Monday morning. It was a Sunday. I did nothing productive. Why? Because I needed that time to recuperate, because my week had just caught up and I just needed the time to shut my brain down. That's the point, right? Like, like if you're going to do the work, you've got to cut the shit out that gets in the way of work, right? A writer's work is lonely. We should just own this right now. This is this idea like, well, you don't have to be a lonely writer. Bullshit. You're going to be a little bit lonely. Because to write any of this big stuff, you have to take some time to be alone. And sometimes you're taking time to be alone when you'd rather not, because you're taking time to be alone and confronting some really heavy, serious shit that you care about. That's the time when you really want to run out to that networking event or that happy hour or something else and get the fuck away and do the cheers, right? You want to go where everybody knows your name. Like, that's like, you're welcome for my bad singing on your morning drive. But that's the point, right? That's what you want. You want to run from it. Doing the work. There's no running from doing the work. You, you can. It doesn't matter, right? Like, writing a novel is like pushing a great big fucking rock. And the rock never really slides backward. It, it's not like Sisyphus here. So you push the rock, and then you get to a point, and you're welcome to stop and run away. The rock's not going anywhere. So I stop trying to run away from the rock, and I push it up a certain point, and then I go, okay, I need a break from pushing this rock for a minute. And I stop pushing the rock, and I just sit by it. I always have my writing stuff nearby. I'm always willing to jump in on it. I sit by it, and then I push the rock a little further down the road. Right? I do the work. There's no shortcut to it in writing success, guys. There's none, okay? There's no shortcut to it. This is where these ideas like bestseller statuses come up and and we give a shit. And look, I'll tell you what bestseller status is good for. It's good for marketing. It is. It's good for marketing. It's good for pride. I mean, if you care, you know, but frankly, if you're a novelist being on the bestsellers list, that's pretty good. You really want to be on the New York Times bestseller list. That's still like the the one and it's still very arbitrary because it just depends on how the marketing company did with your damn book. Some of the best books I've read this year never made the bestseller list until seven or eight months after they were released because it took that long for people to realize how fucking good they were. Right, Glenn Beck can write political pseudoscientific bullshit and hit the New York Times bestseller list because people want to buy that shit because it's in their echo chamber. Guys, I, I really don't care, by the way, as a side note, if you, if you love Glenn Beck and you're like, that guy insulted Glenn Beck, pseudoscientific garbage and bullshit. Okay, I said it. Personal opinion, you're entitled to yours, too. They're like assholes. But that's the point, right? That's, that's the thing, you know? We get caught up on all this. Oh, I want to win a Pulitzer Prize. How? Work. Oh, I want to have a New York Times bestselling novel. How? Work. Oh, I I want to just write all the time and have a great collection of poetry by the end of the year. How? Work. Work. You got to do the work. And it's not always glamorous. Like this idea that artist work is glamorous is complete bullshit. I have friends who are painters. I see how dirty they get when they're painting. It, it's not glamorous. It, it's we find it sexy, but we're also like artists, and creatives, and we're a weird tribe of people. But that's the thing: you got to do the work. If you're not going to do the work, you're guaranteed going to fail. If you don't do the work, you're going to fail. Done. End of story. I'll play it right now. You don't do the work, you're going to fail. Because you're never going to try. You're never going to succeed. So here's the thing I've learned is going back to this basic about work, right? Stop complicating the shit. That's one. Stop complicating it and just do it. Two, stop doing what other people tell you to do, unless those other people have had success in the field you want. I have a billion entrepreneurs in this town that'll tell me how I need to work by writing practice, but none of them have written anything. It'd be the same if I told them how to run their business. I don't run a business. I had a small consulting business. I hated every minute of running it. I have an MBA, and I still hated it. Doesn't matter. It's just letters I can put after my name. It doesn't mean I have to suddenly give a shit. The secret is you can only do the work, right? And and I don't care whatever system for doing the work works for you. Some people focus on outputs rather than inputs. Some people focus on inputs. Me, I've gone back and forth, but honestly, I'm really to an input level at this point. I know, I, people, some people disagree with me, but hear me out. When I say I put in an input, I say I just focus, I would call it an output. Some people have called it an input. I focus on an output of 200 shitty words a day. Once I've done that, I've won the day. Inevitably, I write more than 200 words a day. But that's the output I focus on. That's the only one. Everything on top of that is Gravy. I don't have some, like, mile-high goal, ten million words today. I'd never get it done. I have a very simple goal. I'm a simple guy. When I release this novel, I probably won't go for anything big. You know, even if the novel got big, I don't know that I'd want to be involved in anything. Oh, we need to have a party. Why? I don't drink. and cheese trays get old? Just saying. Meet me at the barbecue restaurant. Buy me a pulled pork. There you go. That's how you do it. Or a pie. I'm a big fan of pie. Buy me some pie. Regardless, if I want to get there, I just have to do the work. So whatever that is for you, here's the only universal advice I can give you on it. The only immutable law of nature that I can give you. Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't be afraid of it. Just do the work. Because ultimately, that's where the end of all things come from. You want to write a novel, you got to start it by doing the work. You want to write a poem, you got to start it by doing the work. That's it. However you choose to do that is your thing, but in the end, you have to do the work. It's just one more of the basics. It's just plain and simple. I love what you do. And once you know that, do the work.